Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callus, episode 480, coming to you on August the 22nd, 2023. And for those of you that didn't catch it, uh, the episode went out on time, but apparently the social media monster ate it. And on our McKinney Monday, we discussed the MISD and its latest way of looking after their students and their parents, uh, which is to say they're not. Um, And I should be clear, this, again, has very little to do with the actual people that work at the individual schools or the teachers or staff. It is purely what's coming out of that district office. All right, here we go. Before we get down to the Texas Tuesday, because on Tuesday we talk about Texas, whether it's Texit or Texas, that is the topic du jour here at According to Callis. And always, let me remind you that the show is purely based upon my opinion and my understanding of the facts. Occasionally I'll get the understanding wrong. Very rarely do I get the facts wrong. But if I should do so, you need to call me on it. You need to hold me accountable. I have no fear. I am human. I do make mistakes. And I welcome learning from them. That being said, before we get into the program itself, let me remind you, you can help me by liking, sharing, and subscribing to this here podcast. That's right. Just that simple, that easy. No money, no strings. Just follow And by the way, I'm at the social media. I hang out on Facebook. I got a page. I've got a group and I visit a bunch of other stuff there. And MeWe and Gab, I drop in there from time to time, mostly just to post my material, but you can get a hold of me. And I do have, I should say this, I do have a Telegram channel where I do post all the episodes. So come and join me. And if you're feeling particularly happy, do me a solid rate and review this program that makes a big deal. It gets it out there and it grows the audience. We are still growing. We are still moving forward. The averages are growing. Um, we are consistent and I'm very, very happy to report that we had another thousand download program just this last week, over a thousand actually. So we are, we are getting the job done. So please join me. Let's make a difference. Let's stand up in McKinney. Let's stand up for Texas. All right, here we go. Texas Tuesday. What do we want to start with? Well, as always, we go with Texas first. So now those of you that aren't aware, the folks, the gentlemen, or well, ladies and gentlemen over at T&M have been pushing around, pushing, (laughs) promoting a Texas first pledge. The idea that if you're an elected official or you're running for office, that you're going to put Texas needs, Texas concerns first and foremost. Now, there might be some discussion on what that looks like, or there might be some differences of opinion of what is a true Texas need or not. Uh, For instance, shutting the border or controlling the border would probably be number one on everybody's list. Secondarily, you might have something about um, election integrity, which again would be directly related to shutting down or controlling the border. And then third, dealing with everything else that we have here. But the interesting thing is, is to my knowledge, to my knowledge, we do not have 
a uh, coalition of Texas first groups. So I am making it my mission to create a coalition of political groups that align with the Texas first principles. And I imagine we're going to go ahead and borrow what TNM has already thoughtfully created. Now, there might be some mm, editing that needs to go on. There might be some uh, creative uh, conflict there. Uh, I'm sure that I will reach out to the folks over at TNM and get their blessing before we do anything specific. And boy, I'd sure like to come up with a way of advertising that. And look, just to be clear, you can be Texas first and not actually support Texas independence. I think you're wrong, but you can do that. There, There is more than way, one way to deal with this. Texas first means that you want to respect the independence of the individual states within the Federation of States, right? Texas first means you want to support and uphold the sovereignty of those individual states. And Texas first means that rather than submitting to the latest whims from the federal government, we're going to put our concerns first and foremost, in my opinion. And it's the quick, simple way to go there. And I'm sure there's a whole lot more going on there. And again, I'll be reaching out to our friends over at the TNM and get their feedback and input and blessing, if you will, before I proceed any further. Now, now that I've covered the whole concept of Texas first and what what I'm looking at, let's also just dive into the Texit option, right? So the way I look at it is if you believe in Texas first, that means you have to at least be willing to humor those that are pro-Texit, right? Those that are pro-independence. Because if, if you're putting Texas first and the needs of Texas first, you may believe that independence is detrimental. Again, I question that, but you could have that belief, but you should also support the idea that people ought to have a vote. They ought to have a say. They ought to be able to declare their own popular sovereignty, right? What it is that we want to do within the state of Texas. So you can be opposed to independence, but still support people getting a right to vote. It's not that hard. In fact, it's I will support the will of the people. I am curious what the will of the people is. I personally don't think it's a good idea, but if the will of the people calls for it, then that's what we're going to do. And just in case you're wondering, this has happened before. It happened before during the American Revolutionary time, right? There was a lot of people... They weren't sure they wanted to break from Great Britain. They weren't sure they wanted to go their own way. They, they're not sure they wanted to part uh, the sovereignty of King George away. But they did anyway. And why? Why did they do that? Because they thought that they should follow the lead. They, they trusted that they were doing the right thing. So again, ladies and gentlemen, you can be Texas first, but not pro-Texas. And you can be pro-vote Texas or pro-vote Texas, if you will, but not actually support Texas itself. That just means you're giving people and support the people an opportunity to speak on their own. Again, this is old hat. We've talked about this before, but I I just feel the need to reiterate it. If we're going to talk about Texas first, we're going to talk about there's a possibility if you're pro-Texas first, but not pro-independence, we can can work with you. We agree with you. We want to put Texas first. And you can also support a vote option, even though you personally don't want to do that. Again, 
perfectly legit. I'm sure I know plenty of people that would fall into that camp. Well, I personally don't support this, but I can see where we should vote on it. I mean, I've heard that a lot. I, I respect that. Last thing, directly related, the concept of the Texas readout. <laughs> now, this is a little different for those of you that have listened to previous episodes or are aware of what's going on in the road. There is a what's going on in the world. There is a movement called the American readout, right? That's the Intermountain West. That's Wyoming, uh, Montana, Idaho, and the eastern portions of Washington and Oregon, which is interesting because the eastern portion of Oregon might very well become greater Idaho at some point. And look, there's something to be said for that. There's something to be said for gathering among like-minded people and doing what you think is the right thing. I would like to say that's what Texas is doing. We are recruiting and importing lots of, we'll call them Republicans. Hopefully they're conservative Republicans. Hopefully they're Christian conservative Republicans. But we're importing a lot of them because they're fleeing the other states. Because there's lots of other problems in other states. And Texas is one of those beacons of light, if you will, in the union as it stands. The problem is I don't know that we're importing enough of these good people to offset the hundreds of thousands that are flooding the border. I don't know that if we continue to tolerate the lack of border control, the lack of the federal government actually doing the job they're supposed to do all the while doing everything that they're not actually allowed to do. The longer we tolerate it, the worse it's going to get for us. Let me ask you, if Texas falls, what's left? I mean, really, we've heard for decades that America is the last best free place in the planet. Now, I know there's some libertarians out there that might want to argue otherwise. And I suppose there's a couple other places in this world that you could maybe go that you would be marginally more free in other ways. That's true. But none of those will continue to exist without these United States still functioning. Now, granted, we've spent ourselves into oblivion. Granted, our military has been hollowed out. Granted, we can't <clears throat> can't do much of anything to make any difference any longer in this world other than show up and bluster. And then we have the resident-in-chief that <laughs> is barely able to put together uh, paragraphs. But less a sentence (laughs) i had to rethink how i wanted to phrase that boy and i almost flubbed it all up myself look i don't have a professional speechwriter i don't have anybody writing my shows i don't even really have time to rehearse i put this on in what some used to call spare time this is my second uh part-time job and i'm proud of what i do here and i gotta do i gotta admit it a lot of it's flying by the seat of the pants a lot of it is Jot down some notes and go. And I'm here to tell you, I'm confident of what I think and where I stand on a whole lot of things that I can do this and I can continue to do this for as long as it makes sense. And right now, protecting Texas, right now, creating the Texas readout based on the concept of putting Texas first seems like the way to go. Now, I can't do everything. I can't be everywhere. I'm not under the illusion that I myself can make a difference by myself. But you know what? I've got at least 500 consistent listeners that live in Texas. 
I'd like to see you guys do a little something. I'd like to see you guys stand up, make some noise. Whatever community you live in, get involved. Make that difference. You know, I spent some time last week talking about the idea that it's up to us. What are we going to do? How are we going to do it? Yeah, you know, we can't fix everything. We know that there are problems, but there are plenty of opportunities. There's opportunities to turn things around or to take ground. And if we're not going to do that, if we're not going to continue to put forth the effort, then yeah, I might as well uh, encourage you to go take that black pill and watch it all boil away. The concept of watching it all burn down, which is allegedly what most of Gen X supports, I mean, it sounds almost romantic at times, right? Let it all burn. You know, we'll rebuild afterwards. But I'm not ready to do that. I'm not ready to just give up. I'm not willing to walk away. There's still a whole lot here to defend. And I would encourage you, do the same. We have families. We have children. We have homes. We have lives. I don't want to throw it all away, nor should you. We want to make the best of what we've got. While we're here with the time that we're given. Now, I believe the Lord has put me here in this place at this time for a specific purpose. I'm not entirely sure what that purpose is, but I'm going to surmise based upon what I've been doing and what I've been finding success in. It's the current job that I'm doing in the current role I'm doing in my political career and the current gig that I'm doing with this podcast. It makes a difference every day. Every little bit makes a difference. I could stop, I could coast, I could just shut it down, I could call it a day. I mean, there aren't a whole lot of podcasts out there that hit 500 episodes, and we're there. I mean, my numbered episodes are only 480, but there's at least an extra 20 or 30 out there that aren't numbered, and that's fine. I mean, that that's something I could stand on right now if I really wanted to, but you know what? The work isn't done. There's still things to be done. There's still things that need to be talked about. We need to know where to hold the line. We need to know where to be aggressive. We need to know where it's okay. It's not worth the effort. I'm here to help rally the troops. I'm here to encourage people. I'm here to protect our flanks because that's what I can do. Maybe you can do something more. Maybe you can do something different. I don't know. I know maybe, just maybe, you're some... I don't know, multimillionaire guy out there that hears this podcast. You're like, you know what? Hey, that's a pretty good idea. Or I like some of those ideas. I could go do that. Well, you've got the money. Make it happen, man. You don't need me. Now, if you want to throw a little my way, I'm not going to turn it down. But come on, realistically, you don't need me. You can do your own thing. If you run a large organization, you've got a lot of people that are looking for things to do. Pick up one of my ideas and roll with it. It's yours. Don't worry about it. I mean, you might want to send me an email and say, hey, Kellis, that was a great idea. Appreciate it. And we're running with it. That would be all the thanks I need or want. There are so many things that we can do to just chip away at the tyranny, the abuse. Quite frankly, the just ugh, the weight of it all. There's so many things we could do. One last thing that's briefly related or slightly related to what I'm talking about and putting Texas first and getting the word out and encouraging people. My church, they have this uh, diagram. It's an X top of the X has got 
a cross with a head on it. That means you individually, you. Now in the church, it's, they use it as an, uh, an object lesson that you need to be in the individual study and individual communication with God. That's true. You should do that. But in this application, I'm going to morph it into a political realm, right? That means you individually need to improve yourself. You need to understand how things are supposed to work, how they really work, and what can be done about it. That means you might have to go read some books. That means you might have to take some classes. That means you might need to sit down and listen to a couple of courses. Brian McClanahan, Tom Woods, Chris Ann Hall, just, just a few off the top of my head. I mean, the information's out there. You can make yourself hmm, so much more informed and better educated on a whole lot of subjects. And yeah, I mean, you could go dust off a copy of Robert's Rules. Now, look, most of us that we know about 10 or 8 different things in there that are helpful and useful to guide you through. And then there's rules and then there's rules. Just the basics. Just the basics. That's all you'll need. All right. Number two, right? The second thing, if you will, at the three o'clock portion, if you will, there's two crosses with two circles on top of the crosses. That's people together, right? The idea that you need to work together, you need to form groups. And that you spend that time together. Well, that's true. And look, in politics, right? So you're studying God or you're working together on projects that are related to God. Well, the, the political morph of this is you have all these affinity groups. You have these different political meetings. You have all these different organizations that you can belong to and work within. And that, get, that magnifies your presence. It, it gives you an opportunity to meet and work with others in order to achieve a bigger goal. Whether it's electing a better official or whether it's changing the outcome of the county or district that you live in, that's how you would do it. Going down to the six o'clock spot, that one is a cross with a steeple attached on the bottom of it. Basically, you're going to worship in a gathering. Well, obviously, we don't want you worshiping the state or a political party for that matter. So the political morph on that would be is this is where you're going to meet within the party, the party you belong to or the party you aspire to be uh, belong to. And you learn how the party functions and how to operate within it and work with other people that are aligned with you. So this is much bigger than the small groups that we talked about at the three o'clock position, but this is like the large organization, right? And again, don't want you worshiping the nation, the state, or government. God forbid you would ever worship government, or for that matter, even the political party, just so we clarify that, or clarify that, excuse me. All right, now we're going to bump over to the nine o'clock position. And this one, the cross is morphed and it's got arrows on all four sides. We call it impacting others, right? So you as an individual Christian, how do you affect those around you? What can you do to assist and be known and to make God known to them? Well, again, the political morph is pretty simple. How can you help those around you? Now, this gets a little sticky because you don't want to help people and then say, I'm a good Republican or I'm a good conservative and we're here to help. No, no. You just want to be there. It doesn't matter what the organization is. It doesn't matter what the issue is. You just want to be there. You want to be a representative of a good person. Some would say you're a good Christian because you were doing these things. That's fine. But you want to make it less about the party, less about 
the organization less about anything other than you actually care about the people you're there to help and be present with and for them. They remember that stuff. Now, whether it's your organization that you were part of in the three o'clock position, right? Your little small group, the private organization, or whether it's the big group down at the six o'clock there, the party itself shows up to help and organize or do recovery work or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. You're there to represent and help those people. You're making an impact. Now they may remember, they may have good feelings when it comes to the other things long-term, but again, people don't care until they know you care. I mean, this is an old Warren, right? So when we're talking about Texas, when we're talking about putting Texas first, this is the opportunity that we can apply this firsthand. Hey, yeah, we belong to a group that believes Texas should be first. And as a fellow Texan, we want to help you out. As a fellow Texan, we want to come alongside you and work with you. We want you to join our group. We want you to be involved. And as a Texan, and because we want to put Texas first, we think you ought to learn more about Texas history or Texas politics or Texas constitution or how these things work. And we're here to help you and do better. These are all things that any small group or any organization could and should be doing. But guess what? We're going to link it up. We're going to, we're going to try and create a network of Texas first organizations. Why not? It's a great idea. Let's run with this. There can be no Texas if we don't put Texas first. And even if you don't support Texas separating and going independent, you have to realize that putting Texas first benefits all of us here in this state because we're, we truly are in this together. Not like that bogus nonsense they put out a couple of years ago where you got to take your jab and take your shot and blah, 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 and nobody cares. Put the face over. It's all garbage. Nobody cares. This is about putting Texas first. This is about putting aside minor differences and working for the greater goal. The greater goal, in my mind, is getting Texas first, making Texas better defending liberty and standing for our fellow Texans. Yes, I'll jump back off my soapbox. Thank you for joining and listening. We're going to keep it short today. It was a Texas Tuesday. And as I say, I will see you on the other side.